time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. Welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Clever Cubed. But as usual, business first. So we said we were going to look up the Pullman artist, Jared Bourne. Yes. I trust you've done that. I trust you've done your homework. Of course I have. What did you find out about him? have a look. And no, he's not that done. Are you okay? (laughs) Cut cut this out. (laughs) He's not done that many games, actually. There are only two others that he's done. And I think he might specialise in like food and stuff like that because he's done Veganu. Oh the my game. Veganuary? Is that how you say it? Veganuary. Veganuary, as in like Veganuary. where you don't eat yeah. for January. Yeah, Veganuary yeah. the game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So I think that's another more like food-based thing. Okay. And another one called Leaf Time. Leaf so Time. So I think he does special, and they are very similar styles okay. actually, from what I've seen on the on yeah. the covers and stuff. So yeah, he's uh, quite a delicate artist, I feel. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. The only other bit of business. So Podbean have announced a new feature. Have they? Yes, where you can add chapters to your episodes. So basically, like time oh. time stampy chapters. So if people want to skip to like the frag each time, oh, they could just. Click you do it on YouTube. You... Yeah, you can do that on YouTube, can't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they. So well, I was thinking, is that something? Is that useful? Should I? Should we? Well, I can, if people want to skip all the business, they can. Maybe. Because <laughs> I mean, we do have sections, don't we? We have we just like the business, then well, the game outline. It's very well organised in the, the first outline. place. It is. So. <laughs> but obviously, there's different lengths of different stuff. I don't know. Basically, I'm asking, and I will. I will put a poll on on La Twitter. But it's going to be a big job How to go skip? back. How do you do it? Just in like the the notes then of the so, episode. Well, it says so. There's a you click on chapters and you enter you know like the starting time and the end time of each chapter mm. and then so it claims because I haven't done it yet. But so when you're on the website or when you're on the Podbean player, you can just skip choose the chunk. Okay. Well, people are skipping this bit as we speak, probably <laughs> talking about all this well, stuff. They won't so. be as we speak because I haven't done it yet. Anyway, in your opinion, what should I do? You no, think... I don't think so because you might have like a ten minute game or like a and then you're just like skipping like thirty seconds or something. Okay. Cool. Maybe for the longer ones. Okay, so Mark, for, well, ooh, no, I can't have some with oh, chapters and some with no. not chapters. Come on. But no, but would you then want to go back and do all of the previous episodes? Well, but I'd have to. Exactly. That's... So I wouldn't bother. Okay, I am still going to... Because that is a big job. I'll put a poll on Twitter anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Obviously, when I listen to any podcast, I literally just go from the beginning to the end. Well, of course. But others, That's I know... A proper way. I know. I know Tim on Board Game Hot Takes, he does timestamps so that you because they usually talk about more than one game in their episodes yeah. so you can go right if you're not bothered about that game skip to 12 minutes whatever and then we're talking about it so that I can see why it's useful but I can also like I would I, I don't know we'll yeah. ask yeah anyway we'll next section <laughs> skip next chapter <laughs> workforce is a one workforce. So, as I said then, this week we've been playing Clever Cubed, which is the final game from the mystery box. We've done the crew, we've done Pullman, and now Here Clever we are. Cubed. Here, Here we, we are. are, yes. So, it's your turn to read the box. Oh, good. <laughs> Isn't, it? Isn't it just? <laughs> Clever Cubed plays great with two players, solo rules included. Oh, thanks. A follow-up game to the smash hit, That's Pretty Clever. Never heard of it. Clever Cubed comes with all new challenges, all new decisions, and all new twists that will have to be navigated in order to maximise your score. In this instalment, timing is everything. Even the order in which you take your dice can change your results. So stay sharp, choose your dice carefully, and prove to everyone just how clever you 
are. <laughs> <laughs> this is age eight plus, one to four players, 30 minutes by Schmiat Games. I certainly didn't make me feel very clever. <laughs> oh my god. But so yeah. the outline it's a, is okay. sorry, no, you have this scorecard with different coloured areas, and there are six different coloured dice. And each coloured area allows you to do something. And so you roll the dice and you say, right, for my first action, I want to choose the yellow dice. And so you look at the yellow box and you cross off a number in there and then you re-roll them again and you, okay, I'm going to use the blue dice this time or whatever, whatever. So it's different coloured dice and you use the numbers to do different things on your scorecard and you try and score as many points as possible. Please make sure you hit your phone quota. Now, the first thing I've noted is that it comes with its own pens, which, which is I it's literally like. <laughs> dice, pad of paper and pens. Well, yes. Scorecards and pens. Although, that's all it is. You'd think it comes with felt tips. You'd think it would come with little pencils because then you could rub them out and save paper. But no, like we've used, we fucked two of those squashies now. Well, there's a whole pad. I know. I'm just saying, you know, we'll be eco-conscious. But yeah, it comes with own pens. I like that. I love a game that comes with everything you need. What was it? Again, there was some game we played before where it was like, oh, you also need a pen and paper and you need this and this and this. And it's like, fucking just give us some. Just provide it for us, you lazies. <laughs> anyway, so that's a tick. A, an instant minus that I, while I was setting it up, it calls it the blue dice when it's blatantly purple and the colour on the okay. score, the colour on the paper is purple. Now, I wasn't going to say anything because <laughs> it would set you off, but you've already noticed already it already. Made a note of it. Where, yeah, I mean, turquoise and purple it's, are very unusual colours. There's not like a red or a, or a pure blue. It's, Have they done that because of like colourblind? Well, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. It's not your most obvious okay, selection so of colours. Let's just say, so the selection of colours that you have on these wonderful dye, you have yellow, Yay. nice bright yellow, pink, sort of rose pink I would call it, mm. white, a horrible brown, like poo, <laughs> turquoise, and purple. But they but think it's blue. Let's call it blurple. I, actually, it's royal purple, I would say. Oh, okay. They're your colours. Maybe in like the prequel and the other games there's different dye. I don't know. There must be a reason. Anyway. Yes. Wonderful colours. Lovely. Absolutely. Sign up today for your local phone patrol. But so the main thing, so these different colour areas and each one does a different thing. So the yellow one, you're crossing off the number on the dice, but depending on if it's the first dice you used, you have to be on row one the second dice row to whatever turquoise you're just again crossing off the number and trying to get five in a row or something the blue one's fucking complicated you have to add it to the white dice and it, it can so you start with seven in the middle and then they either go up by one or down by one so left or right so you, the next one you have to get an eight then you have to get a nine but you can reset it with a seven whatever the brown one you're just crossing off numbers and the pink one really complicated you can either get a bonus if you half the number or you can just take the number and multiply it for points whatever like it's a quite a complicated sheet with loads and loads of different squares and points and it's like a cross between like Sudoku and a maths exam yes but very colourful like there's so much to look at and to keep track of yes and some of it some of it's intuitive but some of it isn't so like the blue one having to add to the white one there is a tiny picture in the corner that says blue plus white fine but then the other ones you know it's almost too cluttered too complicated there's so much crammed on yeah and this bonus with the turquoise so you've got all these numbers let's say you rolled a turquoise five and you want to cross off five but if any of the other dice are five you get to cross off an extra five you know and there's nothing on the score sheet that reminds you of that 
so we, I would like during the game, we were constantly, oh, don't forget to add another one because you've got that same number there. And so you know, there's, it's intuitive some places, but then it's really not intuitive in other places. Yeah, it is more of like, like I feel like this would appeal to more people that like doing a crossword or a Sudoku or something, rather than let's play a game yes. because you can do this solo. You can try and like and just beat fill your in the pad and see just how well you did. Roll the die and try and fit the logistics of the numbers that you get into all these different squares. Yes, it's also like. I don't know, imagine someone in the 60s thinking, I wonder what chess would be like in, like, the 22nd century. This is what it would look like. <laughs> in their mind, they'd have this com- complicated computer program style yes. thing, you know? It's like that. They play it on <laughs> it's, like, it's like someone's imagined the future of games. And, and it's, it's brown. This... <laughs> <laughs> so there is, but also saying that, and yeah, I looked at it and I, I, you read the rules and just told me what to do. So, but I, by the, it's only six rounds as well. Yes. So it's quite a quick game. Yes. And has a definite end. I think by the by the fifth and the sixth, I just worked out actually what I was doing. I didn't know all of it, but I worked out the main bits, I think. Yeah. So it's it looks way, way complicated. It is quite complicated. But it's not as but it's not compl- as complicated <laughs> as you immediately think. No. I'm gonna put the do a turquoise six for that. I'm gonna take yellow two. Fuck it, I'll take pink one. Oh look, brown one. Horrid brown. <laughs> what a horrid shade of brown you've <laughs> chosen. Gross brown, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna play my white six as a turquoise and do another six. So the other element, the box which you beautifully read, said that pay attention to which order you use your dice and whatever. So it comes with this silver platter sort of picture on some card in the box. And so whatever dice you choose, any dice that's lower than that goes on the silver platter. And then you re-roll them and do your second dice. And again, any dice that's lower than the ones. And so if it's my turn, by the end of my turn, you get to choose one dice from the peasant tray. Like my <laughs> my off cast, yeah. my cast offs, you know, these are the ones I don't want so feel free to just use one for yourself ew so you do have to think quite carefully about which ones you use and which ones you sacrifice to the silver platter and there were a few turns where i managed to always choose my lowest dice so that you didn't get any in the silver platter so yeah and couldn't... then i copied you after that yes so I used the lowest <laughs> dice. that was tactics absolutely there you go nothing for you you just get one horrible brown dice which i'm not going to use <laughs> My pass on the brown. Well, that moves on. So, obviously, my next question is strategy. That <laughs> that was my strategy. Oh, well, I'd yeah, roll but... the dice, and I'd always choose the lowest one that I could use. So you got yeah. less options in the peasant tray. Yeah, and then I did that as well. But I wasn't really keeping track of what you were collecting more or trying to aim in a certain area. I was too busy looking at mine properly to work out what I was doing. It wasn't like, oh, you've nearly completed that section. I make sure you don't get any no brown dice or whatever. And again, just like each coloured area, you do different things. They score in a slightly different way so some of them are all just how many spaces have you crossed off and it's worth this many points but others were like how far up the line did you get how many and I wasn't paying attention to no, any I, of that yeah but I didn't even know that until no. you were like doing the scores now I know that next time I'd be, I would be looking to be like right I need to get this many in a row to get this many points I, I was f- just filling up the sections because I knew that we, that's what we had to do but I didn't know what that actually meant at the end of the game and there's these little fox symbols as well yes Fo- a little fox symbol seems to be like the logo of the game in a way is it 
because it's clever and foxes are cunning. Is that oh, what it's actually, supposed no, to be? Is it, did they call it a fox or a they wolf? did call it a fox. Oh, because the game is by Wolfgang Watch. I just wondered um, if he was the wolf in like the wolf a fox. Gang. Yeah, no, it is a fox, yeah. <laughs> Do you think in future then, now that you're aware of the scoring, you would play to that? Yeah, I would try, yeah. Because, yeah, I wouldn't. I, <laughs> wouldn't it? Because you know I get option paralysis. You know I can't, oh, there's not, no. I can't cope with lots of things going on. So I, w- I would still be very methodical, right? My lowest dice, can I use it? Yes, it might not be the most, most best. But then, but if you are doing that methodical and going along, then it will just naturally, you'll just naturally yes. get the points, won't you? That's what I hope. And, you know, I did absolutely blast you up. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Without fun, there can be no function. Okay, so the only other element sort of thing is I've written strategy twice. I'm so unclever. I'm so unclever cubed that I, my notes are a mess. There's these bonuses that you can get. So the way it's laid out, quite if you manage to shade two spaces together, there's like a little bonus symbol between them. And once you've done both of the sandwich, the bread parts, you get the bonus in the middle. And so there's three types of bonuses. There's one that just lets you re-roll a dice. There's one where you can like change a dice to a number of your choice. And there's another one that gets you like a fourth dice action. Most times you can only do three. But if you use this power, you can use a fourth dice on your turn. And those powers, you don't have to use them immediately. They're like cumulative. So you just make a note of it on your little score pad and you cross it off when you've used it. So it is possible to sort of chain some of them. Like by the end, I was doing like quite a chain. All right, I'm going to use this power to re-roll this and then cross off this box, which gets me another bonus, which I'm going to use straight away to cross off this box, which gets me another one. So the could be tactical use of the bonus powers. How were you were you focused on the bonus? A couple of the re-rolls were useful. So if I happen to get a re-roll, yeah, I would use it. But again, I think you just need to learn. It's just um, there's like a sort of technical manual you'll need to learn in your head for this. Yes. I struggled you can... with like when to use my powers. I was thinking, right, do I look at my powers at the start or do I wait until I'm at the end and can't do anything else and see if I can get an extra action? It was working those powers into my play routine, my turn routine, took me a few goes. And then I'm gonna use my extra dice. Oh, let's go for turquoise one. Right, so I've gotta do a brown, so I'm just gonna choose brown five. Okay, now I'm gonna use my change to a four power, because mm-hmm. that's the next one in the browns. But I am gonna use my extra dice power, and I will use the yellow six. I'm gonna use my re-roll power on the brown. Fine. I'm gonna use my change it to a three power on the brown and have brown three. But then that means I get to immediately do a three on the pink. So I'm going to obviously choose six, but I will have the power on that. I will half it, so three, and then I get to immediately do something on the blue. So I'll whack an eight there in the blue. Is there anything else you Let's wish? frag Let's and frag. we'll work it out from there. Okay. okay. Starts off with fun then. I'm going to say three okay. for fun. Because, well, most of the game I wasn't really aware of exactly where it was going or what was going on. Uh-huh. Is it, does it even count as a game? Wait, does it even count as It's the kind of game, this is the kind of fun it is. If you go to maths camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey kids, we've got some fun activities for you. We're all yes. going to play Clever Cubed. So it's sort of like... A, one of those games that's disguised as a sort of maths learning exercise. Give this to your kids if you want to like sneak in extra maths tuition or something. It's that kind of game. I I wouldn't put this as a what we usually say. Here's a quick game while I get the no. I get the dips out. This is too involved. No, this to is be that's quick, it. Yeah. This is not. It's not even really fun in that. What was the category we're talking about again? Fun. fun. Yeah, fun. It's not even fun in that way. But it, it was okay. It's not like the worst. Like we've definitely yeah, played yeah. worse. It was okay. I... But the fun wasn't like. 
like lolling everywhere every time no. you rolled a die. <laughs> I also have <laughs> for three. The thing that I mean, saves I'm... it for me is that there is that interaction of so the dice that I choose to offer you on the silver platter, like we can affect each other's play in yeah. that sense. Whereas, do you remember what we were saying about Yahtzee? It was just me rolling dice and taking scores, and you roll, yes. and we weren't affecting each other. Whereas yeah. at least this has at least there that is little that, crossover. Yeah. And okay, you can cut this out. It's by the German. It's by a German. I was going to say that. I was going to say it's very German. Well, no, it? I was going to say I felt like I've just cracked the Enigma machine or something <laughs> after playing this. Is that German? Yeah, <laughs> it does feel like a German game. I'm it glad does. you brought that as yeah. well. This is what they would do, though. They this is like, their idea of fun. They're like, yeah, yes. shall we play this dice oh, game? Okay, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, replayability then. I mean, I think it's more like you're doing your crossword or something. I think it's more as a solo game, like you're sitting on a long train journey or something on the way to maths camp. Yeah. <laughs> replayability. I'm going to say two. Oh. I'm, I went for three again. I mean, like, I didn't hate it. I no, would, I would no, play it again. It's not. It's just not really bad, but it's not really good. No. Yeah. It's it's the kind of thing they'd be like, oh, no one's bought this. We'll put it in a mystery box. <laughs> yeah. It's, We've got tons of these left over. It's more of a, I want to play this because I want to challenge my brain rather than I want to play this because I want 30 minutes of banter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aesthetic. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it is a crowded scorecard, but oh, I was going to say, but it's nice colours. Mm. Is it though? No, it's no. not. Flesh I pink and like poo brown. <laughs> Rose pink. Sorry, right, my mistake. Three. I'll wow. be generous. I went for two this time. Ooh. I went the other way. It's just the discrepancy between the stuff that is clear and the stuff that isn't clear. I wonder if the first edition is that's pretty clever. Yeah. Similar, is similar to this or not? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, gameplay. It was, I mean, it's got on, on here replay value 10. There's a, little, there's a little frag on the back of this box. Oh. Luck, tactic, replay value, and difficulty. Luck, tactic, re- that doesn't spell anything. Luturd. <laughs> Wait, luck, tactic, replay, yeah, Luturd. Luturd. They've Luturd it as. <laughs> what was it again, sorry? Well, we're doing gameplay, is... but read us gameplay. what's their frag. Oh, so luck, five. Okay. Tactic eight. Yeah. Replay value ten and difficulty four. Oh. Why have they only given it halfway for luck? You're literally rolling dice. Your game depends on rolling. It's random... half luck and half what you do with it, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Anyway. Replayability. No, we're on gameplay. Oh, gameplay. Again, nothing. I think I'd say two actually because of all the different things you've got to keep track of, and it expects you to do that plus your tactics plus the other player. But yeah. you know, and is that fun in the way? I'd yeah. say two. I went three again. We're up. We're <laughs> bouncing between opposite. twos and threes. It was, like we said at the beginning, it wasn't as complicated as I initially thought, no. but I don't think I'm going to ever be at a point where I will never have to look at the rules. No, that's no. it. You're always going to have to look up <laughs> at some point. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. Well, that gives it a <laughs> frag. 10.5. Just hovering over halfway. Well, that's pretty bad, actually. It's, yeah. I don't know. Do you think, would it make a difference... I mean, obviously it would, but like four players, no, because you'd still no. all get a chance at the silver platter, wouldn't you? No, I think a two or just a solo player is probably the best. It's weird for this. that the box said it works great two players, as in like that's their recommended. Yeah, maybe. if they're saying that as well. But yeah, okay, ten point five. I mean, that's okay. It's probably. I mean, okay, this is our third mystery box. Rank the mystery box games. I think I'm going to go in the order that we played them. I think crew at the top, yeah, then, then Pullman, yeah. and then this. Yeah, true. 
Yeah, cool. Well, was it a win or not? Ooh, tricky. Because there's nothing so offensive in it. Apart from the apart two from brown dice. <laughs> brown dice. I'm going to say no. Ooh. It's not a win. I haven't done that for a long time. No, I know. There you go. 106 to the gamers, 40 to the haters now. Mm. There you go. Well, have you played Clever Cubed? Is your maths amazing now? <laughs> Do you need to have that maths brain to play this or enjoy this? No, but I mean, okay, this is never a game that I would have chosen to buy, but I'm glad that the mystery box has let me experience it. There you go. Absolutely, and obviously it's keep, I'm not keep, I'm not gonna cull it or anything. It will go, it's on the spreadsheet, it's gonna go round, but yeah. And you'll get cleverer and cleverer. Cleverer and cleverer. Cleverer and cleverer and, cleverer. <laughs> cleverer and, cleverer <laughs> and cubiter. <laughs> Every time you play. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God, you can't. <laughs> well, there we go. I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Operculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. Bye, Bye. Ludafels. Bye. Might I suggest something? Yes, because I don't know what I'm doing. Now it's time when we stop. Good night. <laughs>